Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for the latest article on Pastor Resources. I have learned in my 40 plus years of serving God and living in His kingdom that there are two reoccurring pressures and voices that try to convince me to wave the white flag. This is to be expected because the values of God's kingdom are not the values of the world. Before receiving Jesus into my life, I lived in the kingdom of darkness, just like every human ever born. I was part of the world that surrounds us, a world that is often contrary to God's way of thinking. But when I put my faith in Jesus, He transformed me into His kingdom. Colossians 1, 3-14 says, For He has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of His dear Son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins, the NLT. Now, all of us who have put our faith in Jesus live and move and have our being in Jesus and his kingdom, Acts 17, 28. For the rest of our lives, we are to grow in understanding about how the kingdom operates, and we are to learn how to align our lives, our spirit, soul, body, finances, relationship, and everything else with the principles of the kingdom of God. There are certain inviolable truths that cause the kingdom to operate, and we must live in harmony with them. When we try to live God's way, we often face opposition. Sometimes it's internal in our hearts, minds, and bodies. Other times it's external from people and circumstances around us. We face a recurring pressure to give up on Christian life, to give up on living by faith, to give up on giving, to give up on being his disciple, to give up on being the light of the world and the salt of the earth, to give up on forgiveness, to give up on renewing of our minds, to give up on having the right heart attitudes, to give up on believing in the Lord, to give up on believing in his word, to give up on our dedication to the Lord. It's a temptation to wave a white flag, to surrender to apathy, to go back to how we used to live, to negotiate a ceasefire with the enemy at the cost of our freedom in Christ and the our obedience to him. I would say a majority of us, probably all of us, have experienced this lure of apathy. It's not every day, and it's not all day long, but it is recurring. It comes back, and sometimes it feels relentless and overpowering. Every time I stood up to the pressure and pushed back on those thoughts and temptations, they have gone away. And I've come out the other side, and I usually say, oh, I beat that for good. It's never going to come back. I'm never going to have to feel that way again. But sooner or later, the voices come around again trying to get at me, my family, or our church, and wave the white flag. The resistance isn't just in our relationship to God. Often it's in our relationship to other people or to the abundant life God wants us to experience. Maybe you have had these thoughts like this. You might as well give up on going to college. You might as well give up on putting your kids in a better school. You might as well give up on finding a peace of mind. You might as well give up on meeting that right person. You might as well give up on being forgiven or even forgiving. You might as well give up on achieving financial freedom. Or maybe it's a little more personal than that for you. I fail at everything I try. I will never be enough. Our family never amounts to anything. Nothing good could happen to me or my family. My life is such a waste. My life should just end. Your fight might be mustering the grit to control your temper, changing the words you speak, taking care of yourself physically, building a business, saving your marriage, praying for a child who is not following God, restoring a broken relationship with a friend, beating an addiction, or any other number of things. Maybe you've tried once, twice, or many times to win the fight, but you still struggle from time to time. It can be a bit discouraging when you feel like you've beat something and then a few months or years later, it comes back. I had people tell me maybe they aren't spiritual enough 
or disciplined enough. They feel condemned because they find themselves wrestling with something they thought they had beaten long before, but just because you have to fight for something for a second time doesn't mean you are less of a winner. I think it makes you more of a winner. In my experience, it does get easier. Each time you beat something, the victory tends to come a little quicker. The gaps between struggles are a bit longer. The most important thing is not to give up. If you do take some steps backwards, don't give in to the temptation to give up completely. Pick yourself back up. Get back in the fight. I've thought about quitting many times. Let me help you with something, though. There's nothing wrong with thinking about it as long as you don't give up. I've wanted to give up. I've wished I could give up. There have been times I thought I would be forced to to quit whether I wanted to or not but I never quit do you know why because I'm, I'm not a quitter do you know why I'm not a quitter because I'm a child of God and I have grit and grit don't quit it really is that simple we serve God and God wins we know how the Bible ends Jesus conquering the world the flesh and the devil that's the side we're on we might have weak moments but they will only cause us to pray always, to seek God humbly, and to guard our faith diligently. We won't turn coward. We won't lose our courage. We won't be slothful in our duty. We won't grow weary in our hearts or souls. Let's hold on to that conviction, though, throughout our lives. No matter what comes, no matter what emotions or thoughts assault us, we can stand firm. Fighting against apathy in our daily lives requires grit. Grit to continue praying even when you feel like giving up. Grit to listen to who God says you are in the face of what other people are saying about you and the lies you believe about yourself. And grit to seek out friends who will be there for you in every battle you face. Putting on the full armor of God takes grit. Do you have it? This is an adapted excerpt from Burn the White Flag, How to Fight for an Abundant Life by Pastor Charles Nyman. Fed Books, August 2019. Used with permission from the publisher. We thank you for joining us today for the reading of our latest article. You can find these articles written at pastorresources.com.